I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm all over. 
Hey, Luca, congratulations on getting to this point on a great season. And um, I'm wondering... Um, a lot of, with a lot of guys, that first round is the cutoff because that's the guaranteed money and a guaranteed roster spot. Is that kind of where you're at? Do you need to hear that you're going to be a first round pick, or would you be willing, you know, if a team likes you and says they're going to take you in the second round or be a free agent, would you move on that? It's all honestly all really about fit and, and how the organization sees me. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, a real opportunity is something that would draw me, um, you know, to stay in and, and and a team that really has a plan for me. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go in, you know, without 100% confidence of being able to make a roster. Um, you know, I don't see any interest in, you know, uh, ending up in the G League without any type of, uh, you know, deal or anything like that. Uh, I think, you know, I, I, that's something I can be able to get after my senior year. So, you know, like I said, it's all about fit. You know, I, I don't know if there's an exact cutoff with the number in the draft, but, um, you know, I just, you know, kind of want to hear, you know, where team thinks me and, you know, uh, TV and, you know, it only really takes one thing. My class.
be that I told them. Hey, Luca, thanks for doing this. Uh, congratulations on the season and all the accolades. Um, Thank you. Going into the draft process, obviously, with all the uncertainty, um, I know you want to hear feedback, but kind of do a self-scaling yourself on a couple of things you feel like you would bring to an NBA roster and what are a couple of things that you just you know that you'll need to improve at, you know, whatever level you decide to do next year. Yeah, first off, I think, you know, I, I, I bring a lot to a team in terms of the way I play and how hard I play. You know, no matter what, you know, team, you know, is interested, you know, they, they will know 100% that if I, you know, if they take me that, you know, I'm a guy who's going to go in and, and make the most out of every opportunity they give me and, and, you know, go as hard as I can and, you know, be willing to work and, um, you know, hear criticism and, and all of that. But as well as, you know, physically just being able to stress the floor. And, you know, I think I'm a guy who's, I will translate to the next level. Um, as well as my post game, I, I feel very confident in my ability to score on the um, You know, no matter what level I play at, you know, I I know I'm able to score on bigger and stronger defenders as well as guys who are you know similar size to me. So, um, you know, I, I know I can do both of that. I know that I definitely need to work on, you know, obviously for the NBA, but even next year, just my lateral quicker, lateral movement, my ability to guard ball screens, uh, my on-ball defense, just everything in terms of, you know, the defensive side of the ball as well as my quickness and athleticism. You know, I think I took a huge stride this year in terms of my defense and my ability to protect the rim at a level that I had um, before in college and then my ability to guard balls from uh, as well as I did. But, you know, there's always room for improvement. And, you know, obviously that's the biggest knock on my game is my athleticism side of it. Um, so that's something I'm going to continue to work on regardless if I, I, I say or I, you know, um, say in the draft. So, um so I, I'm, you know, obviously very excited to hear what they think and if that's similar to me and what I need to improve on and what they think will translate, what they think won't translate. So, you know, I'm all ears in this process. I'm a guy who's always been open to criticism and, and always takes, you know, any knowledge I can get on what I can do to improve my game. So, you know, that's a very important piece for me. John Bollinger. Hey, Luca. Um, what's, what's this been like working out off campus, and, and, and what sort of motivation have you taken into the topic? You know, the same motivation I had going to every offseason. You know, I want to improve. You know, I want to take bigger steps. You know, I'm never really comfortable. You know, I'm definitely not content with where I'm at as a player right now. I think, um, you know, as a basketball player, I'm always trying to push you know, towards my potential. Um, and I think that hasn't reached that yet. So every day is just another effort in, in trying to make that happen and, and get closer to, you know, reaching that potential. And, you know, I'm, I'm not satisfied um, with what happened this year. So, you know, I'm excited to you know, continue to work. And it's just, you know, having the opportunity to, to work on my game every day is something that's special to me. Obviously, you know, with all the stuff that's going on, it's been harder. Um, you know, it's not like the usual offseason, but, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. Time to go through you one more time. If you have a follow-up question, Don Doxy. You know, Luke, kind of, it, it seems like every day your your dad tweets about some kind of photo of you working out. Have you taken any time off at all, or is it just kind of were you in the gym the next day after the season ended? Yeah, the, the season didn't really have much post for me, so it's kind of a weird, you know, going into the off season. Usually, you know, when the season ends, you're you're kind of ready to take a little break, and you know, I obviously wasn't. Um, so I've been working out. Um, you know, I, I didn't really take many days off. You know, I think um, I think I'm gonna take at least you know a week off coming here uh, within the next few days, and just you know, kind of take some time to let my body relax and you know, not injure.
injure myself or anything like that. So I, I think, you know, then I was really eager to get back and work out, but I have, you know, what's, what's best for my body. And it's hard to say with the basketball, but with all this, it, you know, it makes the uh, skill easier because, you know, there's a lot of gyms that you can't go to. And so it's been hard. You know, my dad and, and, and I have a lot of connections, um, you know, around the DMV area, which has allowed me to get in, get in a different place and work out. But, you know, those I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, I'm good. Thank you, Luca. Thank you, Rob. Luca, obviously a lot of uh, talk and, and uh, interactions on social media about the National Player of the Year award. Um, it seems like you handled how that thing came out pretty well and are, are appreciative of the awards you got. How, how did you kind of process that whole thing as, as the votes and the awards were being given out? For me, the whole time, it was just a blessing to be in the conversation and to be considered, you know, widely considered as a top two candidate was something that, you know, I'll remember for my, the rest of my life. And, and being a finalist of those awards is, you know, obviously, um, okay, I, I never really could have dreamed of. And to win, you know, like I said, one out of the six, you know, National Player of the Year awards that, you know, makes you a consensus National Player of the Year, um, as well as being named, you know, the National Player of the Year by six other. You know, huge uh, media outlets, including ESPN and ADM and, and, and all of the rest of them. So, you know, that, that meant a lot to me. And, you know, it's something that, you know, before the season going into it, you know, I had no expectation of that. And going into college, I really had no expectation of that. And it all came at me really fast. You know, and then during the season, I'm just really trying to focus on the next game and the next game. But, you know, when it all ended and I, you know, kind of realized that I was really in the conversation, I was absolutely excited. And, and, and just to get that attention that, you know, I really never got in my career um, at this level um, was, you know, very exciting for me. And, you know, obviously, Obi Toppin was a tremendous player, and, you know, he showed that all year. And, um, you know, there was arguments from both sides. You know, we both, you know, deserved it, and that's why both of us won, you know, at least won awards. So, you know, him taking the rest of them home, you know, obviously, um, it's something that, you know, uh, was, you know, um, you know, at first a little, you know, some upsetting, but, you know, you just got to realize that, you know, that's not why I played the game of basketball. It's not for the award. It's not for the recognition. Um, it's because I love the game. And um, so, you know, I, I congratulate him, and he deserved those awards. And, you know, it's very happy for him and his family going forward. Um, you know, he's going to do really special things and beyond, you know, college basketball, beyond the game of basketball. So, um, just, you know, I was excited to be a part of it. Thanks. Uh, you, you've had a couple of serious dialogues in the early entrance process. You came back. Uh, you know, did those guys in the past or recently, you know, suggest anything to you, tell you anything? Did you pick up anything from them in those experiences in the past? 
for sure. I mean, those those guys are all you know um, guys I trust on the regular. Um, you know, obviously Joe Weiss can't be my teammate this year, but even Tyler Cook and Peter Chapel giving me advice you know, since I stepped foot on campus. You know, all the way to now. Um, you know, I've definitely talked to them, and you know, I want to continue to talk to you know Tyler and, and obviously Peter and, and, and Joe as well, just on how it's going to go, what to expect, and and how they were able to make the decision. You know, I'm always open to, you know, hear suggestions and, and get help. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to do that and I'm excited for that. And I'm, I'm lucky to have those people in my corner. Uh, yeah, uh, Luca, how difficult was it not to have really any kind of closure to this season? I mean, you guys beat, what, seven ranked opponents. You were... Uh, as battle tested as any team in the country, and I don't think there was a team that probably could have slowed you down without seeing you a few times in person. So, uh, you know, how did you adjust to that just mentally knowing that you didn't get your shot and you might have had one at least in the second weekend uh, of the NCAA tournament? You know, it was, a, it was a thing. Like I said, it was heartbreaking. You know, we're we're a team. You know, um, when you look at our you know, route in the Big Ten Championship, I thought it was our most favorable. You know, since I've been here, um, you know, playing a great Minnesota team that we've already beaten twice, and you know, having played Illinois, who would have had to beat us you know, two times in a row in a matter of four days, and having Wisconsin you know, on our side, it would be pretty easy without uh, you know, with on an off night uh, to be quite honest. Um, so I thought our, our route was favorable for us. You know, they were all great teams, but I thought we had a real opportunity of making the run in the Big Ten Championship. But then to continue to pour in the NCAA tournament, to move outside of our league and play teams uh, from outside of our league, I was very excited for that opportunity. Um, you know, it gave teams, you know, less of a chance to scout me, and it would get teams that, you know, quite frankly, you know, weren't battle-tested like we were, like you said. Um, you know, the, the Big Ten Conference was by far the best conference this year, so... You know, we were looking forward to anybody we could play because we know that they hadn't gone through what we had went through uh, in terms of our 20-game you know, league schedule. Um, so we were really excited for the opportunity, and that's always tough. Um, you know, for, for our seniors, you know, you think about a guy like Bakari Ewan who, you know, transferred here uh, for an opportunity to be able to make the NCAA tournament. Um, and, and for him to get so close to that, and, and, and as a leader, it's upsetting. Um, you know, it's something you want, you know, your guys – you know, to be able to achieve and be a part of, and that was the same thing for me. You know, I, I, I you know, dreamed of playing an NCAA tournament as a kid, and you know, you only get four shots at any college, so I wanted to make you know as many as I could. Um, so, you know, it's upsetting that you know we, it, it didn't work out that way, but you know, it's something that you know it just will teach us to never take a moment for granted. We, you know, shared a lot of great moments of our 31 games. And, you know, we're just, you know, blessed, honestly, that, you know, the virus didn't hit, you know, two months earlier, which would have cut off a lot more. And then for us to, you know, share those moments with so tremendous things, even though it was, you know, tough ending. David? Yeah, Luca, obviously with your dominant year and, you know, you look at the roster next season, there's already a lot to talk about you guys in the preseason poll and what you could do. Um, but obviously you going through the process it'd be easy for Fran to kind of try to, you know, persuade you to just stay for your senior year. But I know that you, you talked about earlier today about how he pushed you to enter the NBA draft. I mean, how reassuring is it, uh, you know, for your circle to basically be wanting what's best for you instead of wanting what's best uh, maybe just for, for Iowa as a programmer for, for themselves? 
like, like I said in my statement, you know, choosing uh, Coach McCaffrey and I over the best decision I've ever made. And, you know, that's, that's really how I feel. And, you know, he's a coach that's always one of the best for me and has always pushed me, you know, towards bigger and better things. And, and, you know, to have him in my corner is, is you know, just really reassuring. Um, I've just been really blessed to be around some great coaches and have some great relationships, you know, with those coaches. And, you know, Coach McCaffrey is very high in my list for me. And, and, and it's just been, you know, an amazing three years. And I look forward to the future. And I'm excited for this process. And I know he's going to support me you know, no, matter, no matter what I do. And, and, and he wants what's best for me and my family. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, when you have a coach like that who knows, you know, the, the possibility of what it would be to him and his career for me to come back um, and him just to be, you know, telling me that, you know, it's, it's, it's all about me through this process and my family and what's best for me. Um, it's just, it just really means a lot. And, you know, that, that's something that, you know, it, it's very dear to my heart. Last question, John. Uh, I think I'm good. Thanks, Luca. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Luca. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.